we're back. And it feels great, like always. Yes. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of the Lion's Den podcast. Yeah, welcome to the your shit host, show. Tyler and Yeah, and I'm Austin. Welcome to the shit show. Uh, I think you want to start with the fiery mango? I think we should start with the fiery mango. Word. So, so I grew folks, some fiery mango. Do you want to tell them about the fiery mango? I really don't know anything about it. Oh. I don't know if it's a sativa or an indica. I don't. Until we do it. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. So we may fall asleep. I don't know. Okay. But but it, this is the, the first try, which is always exciting. All right, light that puppy up. Yeah, oh, oh. I should probably explain to them. We're smoking out of Will's pipe. So so this is a pipe. Yeah. I will uh I'll post a picture to our Facebook that uh if you were here for our last episode, the homie William Herrera, I think that's how you say his last name, uh made and and it we're gonna we're gonna see how she smokes. Look at that. Look at that egregious amount <laughs> of a bowl. It's, it's so insane. folks, I also picked up a William Herrera pipe. Um I got a hammer. I'll ha- uh, give a picture to Austin to put on the uh, on the Facebook or whatever he posts it on, and uh, it's it's a very smooth experience. This one, that one definitely has. You may need to relight it. Um, definitely a bigger, faster hit. It's not quite as a slow, difficult pull there's no there's less resistance than the bowl that i'm like used to used to smoking out of no that's what i've noticed with uh the hammer as well it actually pulls the smoke in the bottom part yeah and then you inhale it's actually rather interesting how he made this hammer because the airflow doesn't seem all that different from a normal hammer um like you know how i have that thor hammer right right it's it's just like that but it's smoother and lighter Word. And you're definitely Word. gonna have to try it out. It's yeah. very this fiery mango is tasty. It is. It's not bad. The the it smells oddly chocolatey, like in the jar. It's got a little bit of that harsh taste because you still gotta cure it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's still got a little bit, and plus the pipe's a little dirty. True. So that's part of it. But it it did also literally get done drying like three hours ago. Like, oh, wow. yeah, it got done drying. Well, let me rephrase that. It got put in the jar like three hours ago. So it's still got a month yeah. or more oh, to yeah. six months to cure. Yeah. But still very good quality. Good grow, man. Thanks. Yeah, I'm real proud of this. Yeah. And I don't know. A, I say that about every light, grow. It's light. Like it's very. It's not super heavy. It's not real harsh. No. The only harshness is just because of the, it's green still. Right. Um, it's still somewhat just dried, so it's not like gonna be your perfect bud, but right. it's still still it, better than dispensary weed. It's still really good. <laughs> still better than flora. Wow, I want to bring those people up. God, I don't know how you grow such shitty weed and still have the cult following you do. Like, bro, like, I'm talking such shitty weed as .02 total terpenes. I could shit in a bucket for a month and grow a seed with better terpenes out of my own shit. .02. 
like I feel like you have to try to suck that hard. I guess so. I I, I can't you know because I've never lab tested any of my stuff. So I haven't either. But fuck it, thirteen percent is kind of like when you see that you're like ooh, point oh two. I mean, I have ex- oregano with higher terpenes than that. You would expect like at least one to two percent, at least, at least one to two percent terpenes, like for the whole volume. You should be shooting realistically for like ten. I'm shooting for eight with my you know right now. Right, um, I'm hoping to get eight percent terpenes off of each plant i didn't even know there was percentages to terpenes until just a second ago so now i'm shooting for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. well i'm getting that lab test um doohickey that i sent you i'm gonna get that in a couple months the uh that like tea check the tea check yeah, yeah we talked about that last episode i brought yes. that up yeah i called it a doohickey but you know no what? it's a thingamajig it's a <laughs> i like it's a tchotchke it's a tchotchke <laughs> it's it's so much more. It's quite literally not a chashki, but it's anyway, not because it has a functional it use. It has an incredibly important functional use, especially for people who were like me, who were growing for the medicinal part. Yes, you know the the dudes who were actually give a shit about what terpenes are in their flower, and like I, I've caught and I noticed this so much with dispensary and large scale cultivation is they just don't give a shit about it it's about volume how many ace they can push out it's about weight and it's about as much thc as you can get who gives a shit if it tastes good yep you know yep and i think that's that was my biggest issue i will say there are in some states because I've visited some of these states yeah, and I've I mean, seen there are some of these growers. phenomenal flowers and there, phenomenal growth. There are a lot of, on the West Coast at least, when I was living out there, yeah. boutique, oh, yeah. small scale, small batch, single yeah. release flower companies out there. Oh, yeah. And some of the best that I've ever had, I got from a buddy of mine. Yeah. Uh, he brought it up um, from Oregon, from Eugene. And Word. E- Eugene is one of yeah. I've, is, I've spent a good amount of time in Eugene. Okay, so there's Eugene, and you know how there's that other town, right there. It's the weed town. What is it called? Um, I mean, Ashdale. Okay, I was gonna be like Eugene's like right outside of Portland. So Ashdale, uh, Oregon, if I'm not incorrect, right, is where all these outdoor cultivation farms are yeah. small batch single release one time a year they release their product and right because they're that's it outdoor. they and they have it for a couple weeks you know for like the summer months and all yeah. that stuff and maybe the fall months and that's it you don't get any more from them yeah because i mean they have to follow like so they're taking the benefits of what we do mm-hmm. the small scale three four plant dudes who are yep. really hammering and focusing on those three to four plants making this the best goddamn version of this strain possible the only reason i have five plants this time is because unfortunately folks one of the tops of my plants got hit by a storm i left them outside for a night and uh well for a day and then forgot to bring them back in thinking they'll be fine and then a storm rolled in And in my backyard, it just became a hit, like 55 mile an hour winds. And one of the, they got mangled, dude. You saw it on the the FaceTime. That shit was messed up. Branches broken, snapped, bent everywhere. 
and the top was broken. So I put it in some Clonex, popped it in a rapid rooter, and hopefully we get another plant. If we don't, you know what? Hopefully the other plant pulls through. Like that's yeah. not what I'm viewing it as. It's it's not a loss, but it's it's very sad. Yeah, but I mean, it also has a chance for new growth, though. Exactly. Like it could. I don't see. I mean, did you trim the stem at all? Um, like, did you cut it anymore or just shove no, it in there? I just I just okay. clonexed it and put it in. So the so uh, next time, aren't you supposed to forty five degree? Yeah, take and cut it. It doesn't really have to be a forty five degree. It, it helps. Was, it was already at a forty five. That's kind of why I yeah. just put it in. I've I've had them snap and I'm like, ah, oh, that's probably fine. Um, but so like you cut it at the forty five and they tell you not to use scissors. Because scissors crush it. I've never had a fucking issue using scissors. I've I've tried the whole scalpel thing. People get super fucking, like, hold it up and slice it in the air so I don't push down on it type shit. And I've, I've never had an issue just chopping the bitch with my, my This thing got shoes. chopped by 55 mile an hour yeah. winds in a greenhouse. Yeah. Like, this thing is... She got, she got broke off. <laughs> she got she got destroyed mm-hmm. but you know if she pulls back through and this clone yeah. actually happens man oh i got you water in oh, case you wanted it thank you so much sir i've noticed um this strain gives me cotton mouth i do have cotton mouth yeah me too so i did not expect to have cotton mouth because i haven't had cotton mouth in years this yeah. is a throwback and you're i welcome. like it <laughs> you're welcome yeah no this this definitely gives me cotton mouth like a motherfucker do you want to spark up that uh Horny bastard. Sure. Yeah. You want greens? Uh, no, I just corner it. That's what All I do. Right. Well, I usually point out. Yeah. 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 No, you're good. I've smoked with I've smoked with a few people recently that don't corner their bowls. A lot of people don't know to, and or like don't think to. I hand it to them and it gets torched. I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck? You're like, man, I kind of would have liked a little bit of green, but I, you, you take that top half. It, but it's not bad. No, I mean, I mean like, it's just, it's one of those things, it's like... There's still green underneath. That's the thing, like, if you've yeah, ever pulled out a half-smoked oh, yeah. bowl... Like, there's green underneath. There's green underneath. That's not it what you're tasting. It takes a while to get there. Yeah, that's just not what you're tasting. Right, and you gotta just, taste all the bullshit like, first. Damn, this thing's got me talkative. Good weed, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah, we don't have to smoke the other one. This one's no, starting to kick in a little bit. Um, I would say it's a sativa. For sure. So as well. Um, man, I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. Oh, uh, cornering. It's like one of those unknown etiquette things, you know. Like, you wouldn't know to do it unless you've been around people who do it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's anyone out there just. Torching bowls on purpose. Right, just being a dick, you know? Like, fuck you, Andrew Bowl. This thing is dope, dude. It's very light pull, so uh, you're going to have to probably draw on it a little heavy. No, I actually prefer that. You like to be able to get the light light hits? Yeah, well, I, too. I can I can then load the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, and you can just smoke on it. That's for real a while. tasty. Yeah. No, the uh, the flavor is really there in his pipe. William did a fantastic job at crafting that yeah. masterpiece right there. Because, folks, if you didn't hear on the podcast, every one of his pieces, for the most part, is a one-to-one. Yeah. 
it you will not see another duplicate of it he might have the same style and variation and same idea uh same idea but each one is independently different yeah so the bowl that we just smoked out of with his fiery mango uh that shit does what is that what strain is that i believe that is confucius kush that's really tasty really tasty that's confucius uh kush and lemon slushy mixed that was the last little bit from the podcast Oh, it's super tasty. Whatever I just got. Yeah. I like it. And the cool thing is it's a hammer, so it sits up and right, doesn't yeah, roll she just, over. She just chills, man. She just chills I like there. the I like the ergonomics of it. It's real comfortable. Yeah. No, he did a really good job. He did a fantastic job. I never thought I'd have a piece with horns on it. Um, because I'd seen them in the past, and I was kind of like, in the past, when I first got introduced to the horns and glasswork, I was kind of like, that's right. kind of weird. Yeah, they look they look cool, man. But they're they different. work on that piece. Yeah, they're comfortable. I'm, <laughs> You can hear me laughing in the background. I'm laughing at Tyler's clipper. It says, need a light, fuck you. <laughs> and for whatever reason, that's just really funny to me. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's hilarious. Well, it could have a multitude of different variations to the fuck you. So it could it could be rather funny or comical. And it could also be super sensual. Maybe it's maybe it's I love them. <laughs> Need a light. Fuck you. Fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's in all caps, it's the biggest letters and it's got an exclamation. I think it's Need a light. Fuck you. You know, but you still hand it to them, yeah. so it's well, touche. They have to read it; they got to know for themselves. But then they're going to use it anyways because they're assholes. But on the bright side, clippers are refillable. They are, refillable. and up until I've never refilled one, but up until literally like a week ago, dude, I would I fucking hated clippers because I could after I refilled them, they would never light. I usually just buy a new one, and I keep the old one with a little bit left so I could use it again, right. and I put it in a little box. Nah, I just refill them. I need to um, learn to refill them. There's a, I know there's a little. Ca- I've done it with the. If you've done it with a torch, torch. It's, yeah, it's the exact same thing. Oh, it's just you just, you just press flip, it down, flip and it upside down, stick the bottle in it, count make, to two or some shit, make them fuck for a couple seconds, and then pull out. <laughs> you know. An air compressor's joy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is a stoner with an agenda. Oh, a hundred percent, man. But yeah, no, I refilled that one a couple days ago. Um, that water bottle is neat. My, uh, thanks. My partner just it's got a, a new water bottle today, and he's very proud of it. Hell it's yeah, man! A uh, pink and green one. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, just for a little tidbit that I, you uh, didn't need to know. <laughs> I uh, I love my hydro flask. So actually, it's a like commemorative hydro flask from Yellowstone. Oh, nice. Um, and originally I had all the stickers off so you could see it um but then i found some really cool stickers my wife actually got really mad at me when i first put stickers on it so the clover sticker this one right here is clover yeah yeah yeah, yeah. clover's not bad clover is not bad i would have to say the good day farms is a wee bit you're gonna cough like it's a little harsher like i know like at least from other people that i've lended it to smoked with smoked with yeah They've coughed with the space balloon over the Maui Wowie. They really enjoyed the Maui Wowie. Maui Wowie is just good, man. I'm a I'm a fan of it. I'm 
I want to find some seeds. I want to grow it. And I want to do it like real old school. <laughs> like, I'm talking dig a hole, throw a fish in it, and put the bitch in it. Ooh. Type of old school. Yeah. Do outdoor with put it. Put like a salmon in there. Like a nah, fish. Just go catch a bluegill or whatever. Just catch something. Just for the... Yeah, just so it rots underneath the plant. And it Interesting. gets eaten by shit and turns into nutrients. Real worms and stuff. Yeah. It's like composting in whole composting. Essentially, yeah. And then you just I've gotta start a compost pile here soon. Uh you and me both, man. So the fastest way I have ever seen a compost pile turn into usable compost. Save your grass clippings. Mm-hmm. Like put a bag on your mower and um layer that so grass some sort of brown material paper cardboard grass brown material grass and then get it wet leave it alone yeah the next day yeah and you flip it right and then just keep turning it dude and in like a week this dude had beautiful usable compost it was ridiculously quick Another thing that I've heard from the homesteading community when it comes to fast composting is chickens. Mm-hmm. Chickens will go through your organic material rather quickly, poop it out, and you can already use the poop. Yeah, chicken that's, shit's a great fertilizer, man. That's why they sell it in bags. Yeah. No, chicken shit's incredible. So, like, we're actually talking about getting ducks. Ducks are good, too, but I've heard their, their shit is slightly acidic. Yeah, so I'm not too worried about their shit. As far as fertilizer goes, because my yard is great soil, um, and I'm smart when it comes to amending it and shit. I want to do a compost pile, yeah, but I use the compost to amend the soil, mm-hmm. and I do it at the end of the season. I amend my soil, mm-hmm. um, like a week and a half, two weeks before we're supposed to get like snow. So I'll amend my soil so it gets a minute to really start working and then gets fucking covered. So it just sits and ferments and grows and increases in microbes and bacterias and good shit. And then I till it up and get it ready for the season. Yeah, tiller? Yeah. I've got a super fucking old tiller from like <sighs> the 60s. Yeah, the, the, the place I'm staying at, I have access to a tiller yeah and i am heavily considering doing i uh i had an electric tiller that i think it's a gas powered one the the one i have the one that i use the most is gas powered um the electric one worked for the first like four inches of soil so it really got like the top bit done but like my big gas one if you just set it there and like didn't move it she'd it bury her ass like she'd just bury herself she'd just keep digging which is cool yeah i've never used a tiller so this is gonna be they can be dangerous be smart i've heard that i'm gonna do a lot of research before i even touch it man i mean he's uh the the person i'm talking about also has offered um me to help out with his bees Oh, sweet. That'd be fun, dude. And I'm going to do it next time he asks. He's yeah. asked me twice. I've declined twice respectfully. Right. Um, the reason why is I'm afraid of bees. 
I love them. They're super cool, I've man. But I've never been stung, so I don't know if I have an allergic reaction. Right. So that is the biggest problem. So tell him that. I did. You know, I told him like... on the second time. I was like, I've never been stung. Yeah. I've been hit by a bullet ant or like a mega fire ant. Or yeah. Whatever the heck. It hurt. It was big and it hurt. Yeah. So that is the only comparable sting I have, though, and a wasp sting when I was young. Wasps are worse. Um, your mom should know because you were more than likely tested as a kid. Okay. Uh, most people were, um, because that's like a big deal, um, to know or not. And um, yeah, it is because you could have an epileptic shock. Yeah, you could go into anaphylaxis. Um, yeah, and it's not good if you go into that. Otherwise, man, just stay calm don't freak out i also the other thing is man that's his livelihood right and yeah. i don't and i am a clumsy dude as long as you don't like knock a hive over you're probably fine i'm gonna i'm gonna try it you know and they're in a box it's pretty hard to fuck <coughs> it up I think, right i right. think the only part that i would let him do like and I say let him do, like, I'm now an expert right. in beekeeping. <laughs> you know, the shit I'd let him do. Yeah, exactly. The easy shit. The easy shit, you know, because I got to handle. I'm going to go in there butt naked, slathered in honey, and find the queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a typical Tuesday. <laughs> like a fucking Popeye's biscuit, baby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, but I know what you, I know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> Would be handling the frames. Yeah. Um, because that's... No. Man, I would love to talk to him, if you don't mind, uh, yeah, putting absolutely. a bug in his ear about getting some honey in bulk. I want to make some mead real bad. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let me talk to him. Um, I'm sh- I'll am give him your contact information. He knows about yeah. you. Like Word. I said, like my podcast partner. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, because you're I'm... also like my grow buddy, so it... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're just a couple girlfriends. Grow friends. Grow friends, buddy. I thought you said girlfriend. Oh no, I said <laughs> I said grow. I was like, yeah, we just a couple of bitches. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I I asked him already. Um, if it's can I something. hit that again? Absolutely. Sorry, I've, I'm so used to you having headphones that if I talk louder into the mic, you'll hear me. I got a lighter. You'll hear me better, and then I f- for like remember you don't, so that doesn't matter. I'll have the headphones. Nah, next you're, good. you're good. I know I said that last podcast, but you said that for the last like four. I understand that. <laughs> I have to get used to it. No, it's fine. I said something and I didn't do it. So uh, you know, the only thing that annoys me about this is lighting the bowl. You have to like light it from here because my thumb hits the thing. Yeah, and so it just there is an obstruction with the hole. I mean, the, the horn. And, and But it, it smokes so lightly, so clean, so fresh. Yeah, it does. I might take a hit. It's just real tasty. Nice and smooth. There's a little bit of a... Ooh, on the back of the throat, but that's about it. What? <laughs> it's good, man. I it, like it. Yeah, the fiery mango is good. It's it's real nice. It's real nice. 
Yeah, dude. Uh, fuck, I forgot. So did he confirm that he would make you? Um, yes. The uh, nectar collector. Yes. That's amazing. I am. That's gonna be a one to one piece. I am super excited because it's also. Oh, it'd be awesome. Like the first, like the first one he's ever done. <coughs> Ooh, so it's gonna be a William Herrera first too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never made one before. That's amazing. Um, so. Back on the whole growing thing. Yes. Have you heard of electroculture? If you you haven't, it's like right up your fucking alley because it's super weird. And I'm going to try it. So. Isn't that like aquaculture, but they have an electrified current inside the water? Take. No. So you take and make essentially an antenna with coiled copper wire up a stick and you shove it into the ground like i don't know two three inches away from the base of your plant what and it picks up on electromagnetic current that is already around us and allows it to somehow make your plants just fucking huge and it's like this really old farming technique but i don't know if i believe it i'm gonna fucking try it um but this lady showed she she planted two cucumber plants in the exact same soil like they, they get the exact same amount of sun all that yeah, shit same, same, same everything location, everything um she accounted for the variables right and one of them got the antenna one of them did not the one that did was like fucking huge in three weeks and the other one was like six inches tall one was blooming already the other one was like six inches tall no bone meal didn't minecraft it no (laughs) no (laughs) didn't minecraft it man straight up yeah like amazing i it and I've seen, like... The only problem. I've seen pictures, and I've seen shit from... Is I'm, I'm in a near tornado field, essentially. <laughs> that'll that'll catch lightning. <coughs> well, it's not huge. It's be the tallest, probably, thing in... No, you don't... Area. It doesn't have to be. Uh-huh. Like, it can be fucking a foot tall. Oh, okay, so it doesn't have to be, like, a lightning rod. No, 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 no. Thinking, no, it's oh, like a fucking rod. stick wrapped in copper just shoved in the ground like it it could be like one of those paint things you know what i'm talking about paint things (laughs) okay uh the things that you dip in the paint to test the paint oh like a a stir stick yeah the stir stick yeah i mean yeah it It could be be something like that just wrapped in a little bit of copper 18 inches long roughly i would do like a little bit taller than that maybe like a two-footer yeah two to four because i mean other shit's taller than that okay you know but like it yeah it'd be a good I've, stabilizer for your plants man I've, I've seen pictures of really old ass people with ginormous foods who claim to have used <laughs> this this technique that's awesome. <laughs> and so, I'm going to have to check electroculture. Yeah, yeah. And there's a few different variations. So some people, like, 
put a current to it. Hmm. So they give it power. Other people do not. Wouldn't that buy your plant? That's what I think. But That's why when I said aquaculture with an electrified current, even I was thinking right. as I said it out loud. You just like, electrocute yourself. You take a bath die. with a toaster. As, you're just you going to die touching like your lily. <laughs> like you're, let's right. say you're a lily enthusiast and you really like the Nile of the, uh, whatever the heck it's called. It's an Egyptian lily. Okay. And you touch it. Do you just die? I mean. <laughs> I would Do you have a heart attack right then and there? <laughs> I would imagine. I don't know. Because it's a waterlogged f- plant. So it would, yeah. have, it would hold the electrical current. I'm not going to find out. It would be like shocking. Oh, but, you know when you shock yourself randomly? Yeah. It'd be like just that. Just one of those. You just go to smell the flowers. And, mm-hmm. and then you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then grandma took a nap. When someone gardens too hard. Hardcore gardening. Hardcore gardening. Electrocurrent. Yeah. <laughs> Electroculture. But yeah, I'm going to give it a shot in the uh, the produce section of my grow. Ooh, so like eggplant? This year. No, I'm not doing any eggplant. Why not? Aren't they like a, like a super hearty fruit for the Ozark area? Like, oh, I've, I've never grown it. I'm not, I like eggplant, but I'm not like a huge eggplant fan. So I'm doing. Really? Yeah. As a cook, I'm kind of shocked. Uh, I'm just not a fan of the texture. Because a lot of cooks like, like using it as a medium. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's wonderful to cook with. I just, I don't like the flavor and the texture personally. Mm, so you're just against eggplant. Yeah, I mean, I'll eat it. <laughs> I'm not like <laughs> eggplant racist. I just. <laughs> I just don't like the fucking texture, bud. <laughs> like, I'll Let's eat it. deeper. Okay. How do, you, how do you feel about the eggplant as a whole? As a whole? Man, it's a cool-looking plant. They get massive. Apparently, these days, it's it's That's used... That's why I was thinking it'd be a perfect yeah. electro like uh, it's culture. Cool. Well, I've never grown one, so, like, I don't know uh, what my baseline with that is. I do know what my baseline is with, like, tomatoes and cucumbers oh, and, like, watermelon. This. I saw this gentleman's tomato cage mm. the other day. He brought me to his personal garden, which sounds super sketch. He, he, but <laughs> he, he took me to his personal garden and deflowered me. <laughs> Did you pop your butt, cherry bud? <laughs> oh, dear God, no. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Did he have this... long, flowing hair? Oh Did he God. caress you gently? No. Let the winds sweep the you together? Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyways, he, he's he, like a young grandpa. He took he's like you a to his grandpa. He, he took you to his personal garden. He did. It was yeah. really cool because I, I we went out and got to see it. Um, yeah, that's awesome. He had this eighteen foot tomato cage, like eight, Fuck yeah. 18, 20 feet tall, maybe even high, taller. That's super. Cool. Completely wrought out of steel. Nice. Completely welded by him, and he's like, yeah, I regularly get my plants to that height, yeah. and then the whole thing just flowers with tomatoes i was like are you fucking kidding me yeah so what i'm gonna do he's like i'm training the plants now like mm-hmm. he, he, know, he does weed techniques so on tomatoes <laughs> so it's actually the other way around we're doing their techniques on really? weed yeah 100 percent. i never knew i thought so, it was because of the uh indoor growing mm-hmm. in the 80s and 70s oh god um, no man plant training's been around for forever i did not know yeah, yeah, yeah. Plant training's been around for a long time. So actually, I, like cannabis adapted farming techniques 
because it was farmers growing it indoors because it was now illegal and so they were like huh well if i if i do this with my tomato plants it makes them bigger it doubles my yield maybe if i try it with my weed it'll do the same thing and it does exponentially better <laughs> like same thing with trellising mm-hmm. like trellising you know but i'm usually against training just because i like to see the natural I do structure too. of the, that plant that i'm growing it does dramatically increase the quality and yield of the entire crop but it's a pain in the ass to set up none of the trellis nets fit properly and i'm lazy and they're fucking yeah. all tangled every time you get them yeah it's it's a mess i i yeah. don't usually trellis but now i may now i didn't know i've tied plants we, down so we as a culture took it from the regular hobbyist gardener oh uh, tech i mean yeah farmer but yeah wow it was so, all like farm techniques you know because like tomatoes a vine it wants to climb mm-hmm. that's why he's got the cage right right and so we realized that because if you don't give them something to climb they get kind of big and then they just fall over and then all your tomatoes rot because they're on the ground so stuff is able to eat them from the soil and so they were like huh well maybe if i put something around it a tomato cage they later figured out it did not start that way it will have something to hold on to and it makes the plant sturdier it's able to hold a weed plant when you put a tomato cage on it right it it holds more but um, interesting yeah that's really cool. So I I have a baseline on tomatoes. I what know tomatoes variations are you gonna go for? I have um, Amish purple. Ooh. And oh god, like solar flare. I think is what it what they're called. They're are from, they like uh, those green, yellow, and red tomatoes? No, so they're or red they're and yellow. red and yellow with like yellow stripes. They're, they're really nice. I enjoyed them. They That's had really good flavor. Nice. Um, so you're into the heirloom. Uh, they are heirlooms. And so they're not, they haven't been, uh, the solar flare is not. The Amish purple, the one that I grow the most of, um, is an heirloom. So it hasn't been changed in any way, like mm-hmm. genetically. Like it hasn't been bred with other shit. It hasn't been given hormones. It hasn't been altered. Um, so it's just the it's kind it's of a, what I want to do with my weed plants. It's like, just a tomato just from the paint. Yeah, it's and just a tomato. Like it's what tomatoes were a long time ago. Oh. Yeah, they're the old, you know, like it's heirloom. Heirloom, right? Yeah. They're the old ones. That's awesome. What other veggies are you gonna grow? Um, I've got some cucumbers. I'm gonna do corn. Um, I've got. I've got some peppers. I'm going to do peppers. And then I've got like rosemary and sage and thyme and cilantro and basil and all that shit. I I, I told, I I basically, I haven't told my partner yet, but I shut down the, I I culled my plants and shut down a section of it because they were all males anyway. So, rest rest in peace to those plants. Nah, fuck them. But um, it freed up a lot of space, and now I'm yeah. thinking herb garden. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm thinking cilantro, parsley, thyme, rosemary. Yeah. Uh, the whole nine yards, and then 
we don't ever have to buy fresh herbs again. Right. I'm also thinking micrograms. That'd be cool. They're a little bit more complicated. Like they're not hard, but there's you just have a lot to more cut steps. Them at a certain time. Well, like you should put something heavy on top of them because it will produce thicker stems and they'll have a more meatier texture. They'll be a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And there's like, a whole science to it. Yeah, they're I've been they're easy, but been they're eyeing those microgreens videos on YouTube. Yeah, man, it's interesting. I used to be into them, like when I was like really into wanting to do homesteading and i still am yeah i just don't no, have the capital and, to homestead right now once i get the capital for the homesteading like when i figure out what the hell i'm gonna do with my life man really i'm gonna i'm gonna homestead so like my plan because i don't have a plan <laughs> this has been this has been brewing for a minute so like my plan is to eventually buy land okay in the middle of fucking nowhere i want it surrounded by trees like so you're gonna like look at for hunting properties right um and i'm gonna build a house out there that's going to be relatively off grid so it's going to have like an on-site well you know so you gotta also find good well land that's where we're at those rocks are good yeah it's full of caves you'll probably find one Full of water, yeah, and there's there's streams too. Exactly, there's so creeks a, and streams you, you everywhere. Street, uh, a creek and a stream collection system. Water purification is not hard. No, at all. There's rain collection, like I want to do rain collection so bad. You do solar. I'm thinking about buying a villa. Yeah, you do solar. If what you else? want power. So, uh, are you gonna? But you were talking in the past like you don't even want power. Like, I want bare minimum power. That's why I've been reading. You know, a lot, I want because I don't want to be reliant on technology. Absolutely. So I want. Which brings us into. I want enough power to be able to charge. So Garmin has these super fancy, really nice like GPS. Yep. In reach. Uh, I think. And they have cellular um, service and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um. So this one is a sat phone. Yep. And I would have one for each said member of family. And I want basically enough to charge, like, that. And, like, basic home appliances. So, like, yeah, like a use super... your kitchen aid, you know. Yeah, right, yeah. I, I you don't spend... want to sit there kneading by hand. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually super fun. I understand um, kneading by hand is actually really fun. There's, yeah. there's a gentleman who does it, uh, d- doubles the eggs. Every, every weekend, we, we either make bread or something like that like from scratch that's awesome yeah so like i think the the hardest part is getting to the point where you can consistently throughout the year not just the season the year subsidize at least 50 percent of your diet from shit you can grow and hunt yourself if if i can achieve that where i am mostly eating stuff that is grown by me hunted by me like i know where it came from type shit at least 50 percent is where i would then heavily start considering looking for like property okay so you want to hone the skills first before you 100 oh 100 you just don't want to jump balls deep into no because i'm i'm definitely that dude like if 
I wasn't where I was now, I am 100% the dude who would just jump in my car and go live in the woods. Because <laughs> I know that, like, hmm. I'd be fine. You know? Yeah. But I have other people to think about now so now i have to be like okay i actually have to be able to consistently do this and not just like ooh, squirrel like <coughs> you know that's my biggest so, thing right now man. i really want to get into my canning personal problem is exactly I, that. it's not hard i've i've done it before um i would like to learn more about cold canning ooh. um i have done it before and with like soups i've cold canned soup but it was cooked and so like sterilized already right so it's i I poured it in boiling you pressure cooked it lid screwed it on set it out to cool and as it cools it'll suck that seal in and it will not last forever you know it's six months but fuck i mean that's decent for not having to use a pressure cooker and all sorts of shit. But I really want to learn how to do all of that with the bare minimum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, without all the fancy bullshit tools that require electricity or some sort of fuel. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's just some amazing folks out there that yeah. do live live in vehicles they they roam around they also yeah. live off the land there's this one guy one he has a sheep herd horseback oh. he, he lives in teepees and does it on horseback there's uh, another gentleman who does it in a te- like in a tent yeah like an old school shepherd old school shepherd style yeah. on the east coast and he's just oh, that's cool I've, I've been nomadic not to that level of degree it's freeing it's fun you know but it's i mean scary though it can be yeah you have to be really confident in your ability you know because if you're not you're not going to be able to fucking do it <laughs> but oh i'm just mesmerized by how like this your your ganja there is oh. like punching <laughs> me in the face is like go to sleep yeah man and it's funny because it's got me i'm not like wired but like i'm a i would smoke another bowl Oh, I can still smoke. <laughs> nah, you gotta drive, homie. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. We'll finish the bowl then. <coughs> Go for <coughs> it. Okay. You don't gotta tell me twice. The anticipation of how is it oh it's good i mean that hit was a wee bit harsh but that's my fault not the dude's fault nice it's got me hungry as fuck yeah it's it's been my my my, my munchy weed yeah man every time i smoke it i end up in the kitchen But yeah, no. So my that's kind of my main goal. Um, assuming I am allotted the time for that to happen. Yes. Because who knows? Good time it, well, I'm the state of the world. Who knows? Um, it may be forced upon. You know. But 
I would I would like to get to the point where I could subsidize. How is the world doing? I haven't paid attention. Not not good, buddy. Not good. Not and by good. world, are we talking the USA or are we talking yeah. the whole damn world? Yeah, well, we live in the United States, so we have a very centralized point of view shown to us. But at the moment, the United States is not doing well. Good. At all. <laughs> good to hear. Well, yeah. I'm saying good to hear sarcastically. Yeah. That is not I good. Mean, yeah. It It is what it is. You know, it was bound to happen eventually. But have you seen the um, uh, real quick? Have you seen the things about um, the Rashad structure? What is the Rashad? Structure? So you know about Atlantis, right? Yeah. So it was supposed to be, I think it was three consecutive waterlocked rings. You know, so it wasn't underwater like it is, like they think it is. Like the lost city of Atlantis is in the ocean. But like the actual city of Atlantis that they're speaking of was was three consecutive land rings locked with water, right? So if you uh, take a a peeky-poo at this, I probably should have already had this pulled up, but I didn't. So deal with me here, people. So is it like the inverse? Uh No, man. It it is it. Three consecutive rings waterlocked. And this is right next to a very specific ocean. This would have been back way back when full of water. Like Is that on Mars? No, this is Earth, buddy. Oh. This is this is Atlantis. Oh. This is the lost city of Atlantis. Like we found it. Essentially, like they're not saying that, but that's what this is essentially, like it's in Africa. Huh. I don't know if you can see the little red dot. Yeah. But yeah, no, like way 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 back this would have been water full of water. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. That is really cool. So, what does that entail? Like, they can do archaeological digs there and maybe find some lost remnants of society bygone. Yeah, maybe. There's a reason they're extinct. Like, like when you think about it, there's mass extinctions all the time. There could be another one looming any day. I mean, we're in the midst of it. So, like... I, I don't remember the exact number, but it was something absolutely ridiculous, like 8,000 species or something a year <coughs> that are going extinct or some shit. Wow. Yeah, that's why uh, Forrest Gallant started his show um, Extinct or Alive, like going and looking for these extinct animals. And a lot of times you find them. They're, They're just, just hidden. Because well, yeah, nobody's bothering to go look. And it's actually like super fucking interesting. Yeah, isn't there like seven hundred reconfirmed species a year around? Probably, that? I have no idea. Of like, and then insects alone account for a shit no, ton no, of found no. species. Because yeah. they're like, oh, I thought you were gone. I guess no one squashed you. Um, my dad's cousin, when my dad was a kid, would pay him to like catch beetles and send them to him because he was like a researcher or some shit. Um, but my dad's cousin actually found like a new species of moth 
or beetle or something that had never Ooh. been seen before and like he got to name it and shit that's awesome yeah i think he was like fucking 17 18 that, something like that awesome. he was real young um but yeah see no. that's the cool stuff that can happen <laughs> in life like that's why like even with the state of the world how it is mm-hmm. however that be tyler is oblivious to it right no, but I yeah i understand it affects people all around the world all oh, around the yeah. country all day 100 percent. and man i don't let it really bug me too much like i let it bug me enough to where i'm like i should definitely start doing something to just in case but i don't watch the news you know and i'm mm-hmm. a lot fucking happier well, it's because this is depressing. It's depressing on purpose. Yeah, it's programming. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's why there's those videos of all the yeah, channels like, yeah. saying the same, the same script. fucking thing. Yeah. Yep. Because it's all fake, fake news, <laughs> fake news. <clears throat> and on that note, I think that's a great place to leave it off. Yes, At sir. Fake news. hundred percent. That's Have all this show is. The show is fake news. <laughs> We'll see you later, bitches.